Are you ready to ditch the excuses and just get her done? This is your episode. You're listening to Inbox Besties, the only little guy approved podcast that gives you dangerously practical advice for turning internet randos into subscribers with benefits. You know, the kind that pop open their wallets and throw fistfuls of cash at you for your courses and, and coaching, not like that other stuff. Perf. Now let's get to it. Welcome back, my inbox besties, besties. Kate Doster here of katedoster.com. And this week's episode is brought to you by my free mini course, Freebies That Sell and Serve, so that way you can actually start attracting a list of actual potential buyers and not just randos who are never going to open up your stuff or just, you know, unsubscribe and maybe send a spam complaint. And you can get your hands on this amazing free course, guys. There's, I think, like, four videos, bonuses on top of bonuses. It's kind of ridiculous. By heading on over to katedoster.com forward slash freebies, there's a link in the show notes. And before we get to this week's guest, who is super special, and you'll find out why in a moment, I want to remind all of my inbox besties, besties, for the months of May, June, July, August, that if you leave us a reading and review over here on iTunes, then you can be entered to win one $25 Amazon gift card. We are giving them away every single month. So the sooner you go ahead and leave your review, make sure you drop either your Instagram handle or some way I can contact you. Even if you go ahead and shoot me an email to let me know that, hey, this was me. So that way I can actually be able to contact you when you win the gift card. So I am super unbelievably excited to be able to give back to you because honestly, you've given me so, so much, guys. So this week's episode is super special to me because we're actually going to be talking to my current life slash business coach, Jessica East. And I am so excited, not only because I have been a super big fan of her podcast for a very long time, the Sunday Jumpstart podcast, which there's a link to in the show notes, guys. But honestly, Jess's energy is just contagious. And I think what I love the most about Jess in general and why I decided to ultimately hire her as a coach, which we do have an episode coming up in a couple of weeks. It's going to tell you my decision, how I get coaches, where I find them, and when I kind of realize what I need. Because I've hired coaches for a whole bunch of different things, guys. And I really do think they can be a strong asset to your business, for the record. But we'll talk about that in a besties chat in the next coming weeks, okay? So Jessica today is going to really talk about perseverance and how you can sort of get your mind right, even if things aren't going so well. And I think that the part of the interview that I really love the best is when I put Jess on the spot. And I just straight up asked her, Jess, how can you tell if one of your clients or your friends or just people around you, if they are going to succeed or fail? Is there a tell? Now, I have to be honest with you, in the online marketing space, I can pretty much tell business owners like one from one. So I wanted to know if Jess actually caught on to a couple of tales just for in general, because I think sometimes guys, since we love our businesses so much, and that's all that we think about, we kind of forget that there are other areas of our life. There is physical, there is community-based, there is things that you want to do with your family and relationship goals and all of those amazing things that we can be working on. Jess is also going to share with us some of the books that have just blown her mind and she's going to get real, real with us. And that's what I've been starting to incorporate into these interviews as we're going forward is not just all the sunshine and rainbowy stuff, but I'm actually asking some pretty tough questions about when was the time in your business that things weren't going so well that potentially you wanted to fold? And I absolutely love Jess's answer 
And again, I think the reason why I was personally attracted to her, besides her amazing energy, which I love, is that she really does have a mix of like the mindset and the absolutely practical. Like she's all like, what's standing in your way? Screw it, like you need to get it done too. So I just, I love her multifaceted approach. But enough about me gushing on and on and on about Jess. Let's go ahead and chat with her now. Oh my goodness, guys. I am so unbelievably excited to have Jess here. You guys are in for a super treat. Jess's podcast, like I told you guys, is one of my absolute favorites. I listen to it all of the time. Every Sunday, I'm like, it's my time with Jess. <laughs> I'm super excited, Jess. So why don't you just go ahead and tell you know, our audience a little bit about your business, and then we'll talk about to how you actually got here first. Yeah, yeah. So um, my name is Jessica Lauren. Um, I am a goal-setting coach a blogger and a podcaster. Um, I have a podcast called the Sunday Jumpstart Podcast and it's a weekly podcast helping goal getters ditch the excuses, do the work and make ish happen. I'm all about making that ish happen. And then I have a lifestyle lifestyle and inspirational blog called norealjewelry.com. So um, I recently just launched a goal setting program that I'm so excited about, just tipping my toe into the coaching sphere. And that's been amazing. So um, I'm just super passionate about letting people know that it can be done. Whatever that it is in your life, it can be done. And it seems hard and it feels crazy, but I am living proof. And you are too, Kate, that you can make some crazy stuff happen with unbelievable circumstances. So I feel like I'm a professional encourager. Just like, come on, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I know. And like, I told you guys in the intro, I'm like, I'm in no comps. As soon as Jess had mentioned, I think it was on Instagram story that we had, I'd seen it when she was like, she was doing sessions. I'm like, I am in. I'm like, I need, like, I'm all about like coaching and like life coaching and stuff. I'm just yeah. like, I love Jess's energy. I'm just going to like siphon it because some days I need it. <laughs> Thank you. So before I get into your whole background, like I know, cause I'm a giant fangirl um, about all of your history, but can you tell us where their name No Real Jewelry came from? Yeah. Isn't that a, a funny name? Um, I love it. <laughs> so I have, um, was an, an actor, went to theater high school, theater college, got my degree in it, <laughs> but I wasn't booking absolutely anything um, after I graduated. And it was crazy because in college, I booked every single show and I got an agent as soon as I, you know, graduated. So I'm like, well, I'm hot stuff, right? I'm only like 21 years old, just like, ah, the, the world is big. But when I graduated, the recession hit, honey, <laughs> that recession came in and was like, ma'am, sit down. Um, and I just, <laughs> I just also thought like, okay, Mail Street and Denzel Washington, I'm here. Come, come on. Um, Mail Street and Denzel Washington did not come. And no, they did not. So um, I was auditioning and auditioning and auditioning, like going on three to five auditions a week, which is a lot, which means people like seeing me. I was in the casting director's office all the time, but I kept hearing no, no after no after no. It'd be like, we like her, but she's too tall. We like her, but she's too fat. We like her, but... So, okay, I didn't book anything from the year 2006 to the year 20 freaking 15. So that was nine years of like deep, rejection I tell people like I was the rejection queen um but because of that rejection I was starting to get a little bit bitter like how did who do you think you are that you get to tell me no like that I'm not good enough da, da, da. so I started I've always been a documenter like I've always journaled and took pictures and all that stuff and so I just so happened to get a new MacBook Pro 
And me and my sister took some really cute pictures and I just wrote up a little ditty like, um, this outfit was brought to me, whatever. And then I was like, gosh, what could the name be? I don't know. Like it just kind of started into a blog and my bestie was like, why don't you call it No Real Jewelry? Because I always have on jewelry and it's fake. <laughs> um, <laughs> and that was the whole premise of the blog was like, how do we do the look for less without spending a million bucks? Um, and growing up, my grandmother, she would buy me and my sister like gold bracelets, 14 karat gold earrings. And they'd be like, yeah, that's cool. But I want the cheap stuff, the acrylic jewelry from, you know, the Dollar Tree. So yeah. I've always just been obsessed with accessories and all of that. So that's where it came from. It was just like no real jewelry where you could come get the look for less. But it definitely blossomed into this whole other thing I didn't see coming when I got really real about depression, anxiety and rejection that's when stuff hit the fan <laughs> and people were like oh I have that too and it was like you do okay let's talk about it so that's the long-winded story of how the name of jewelry came about <laughs> and we're gonna talk about all about it so I mean just the mental fortitude even though you just said you got a little bitter to go for what nine years nine years and constantly going out there yeah every single Yep. So in 2015, I was in a relationship and it was a terrible ending. And so as soon as we broke up, all of this stuff just started falling in my lap. So I was like, was he the missing the, the thing? But I can't blame it all on him. But I booked a, a Chuck E. Cheese commercial, if I do say so myself. <laughs> then after that, I started booking all these national um, radio spots. Then I was on Chicago PD. Um, and it was, it was an amazing experience, but then I was just like, I don't think I like this. Like that whole time I would be on set, I would just be thinking of my blog, thinking of my audience, thinking of my newsletter. Like it was, I became obsessed and it was just like, I like this better. I like helping people more than being like, look at me, you know? I absolutely, I love all, I love this. I love the humility of the chunky cheese. And I think, I think, did you share somewhere the clip that you were on, on the cop show? Cause I feel yes. like I've seen it. Yes. Well, I'm, like, I got, I'm like, I swear I'm not a stalker, but I swear. No, I, I, posted, I posted it. it so I posted it. Me getting executed on TV. Is, <laughs> I, I shared it on Instagram. That's better before it was. Yeah. 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 so famous. It's so exciting. Oh no, no, not at all. <laughs> it is really ironic that you not really ironic but I love how you said it maybe it was about the boyfriend was maybe sort of holding you back because sometimes external circumstances they can almost dictate your internal game and I yes. think that that's what I love about you so much is that you are not afraid to talk about your struggles yeah yep so I would love to hear a little bit um obviously we're going to talk about perseverance and hitting your goals and stuff but yeah. what made you have the courage to actually start talking about things like depression and not being all sunshine and rainbows. Yeah. Because, um, like I said, I've all, if I, I have a drawer right here that has every journal I've kept since I was a little girl, like it's like 30 books. So I've always had a good relationship with, um, processing my feelings through words. So it was just like, well, since only 20 people is reading my blog, <laughs> Let me just process it here. And then people just started being like, hey, that's how I feel too. And in the Black community, we do not talk about mental health. I think we do now after Kate Spade and Anthony Bourdain. You know, like just social media as a whole is just like self-care, mental health, health, whatever, awareness. But before that, it was it's so taboo. 
when you go through anxiety or depression, they just say, go to church and you don't talk about it. But I'm a huge proponent to be like, no, I go to therapy. So I'm a super transparent person. I kind of love telling my business. So um, it, it wasn't like a scary thing. Scarier things for me recently have been just like showing up on Instagram, but like me telling you my deep, dark secrets. And I'm a Scorpio. I am a Scorpio. Me too, that's why we get awesome. You know, we love deep, dark secrets and human behavior. So I think I, was, I wasn't scared to do that part of being like really, really transparent, especially because people were like, hey, now I go to therapy too. It was like, oh, yes, you know? And I think I love what you said. I mean, obviously y'all know, like I'm the nerdiest white girl ever. So <laughs> I do not know the plight of the African-American community, but I love how you weren't afraid to bust those stereotypes. And I even yeah. feel like, in our industry being like the online, like the goal getter space, a lot yeah. of people still have that stigma around business and mental health and oh, about yeah. goals and how all you see is the Instagram pretty stuff. Yeah. And you don't see people, one of the episodes that I think really connected the two of us in my mind, yeah. yep, I heart just forever, was when you're talking <laughs> about the um, seasonal affective disorder. In Chicago, I live in New England. Ooh. So like, it is just gross and you just don't want to do anything. And I loved how you shared, like, it was okay that you were feeling like this and how yeah. you always have active steps that you're doing. You know what I mean? And I think yeah. that's just like, yep, yeah, that's the kind of energy I definitely <laughs> around me personally. Thank you. Thank you. And it's hard. I think um, just my obsession with self-help has been such an asset. Like, like I said, I've just been kind of gravitating towards that since I was a kid. And I'm grateful for that because I don't know if I would have had the tools to know how to get out of seasonal affective disorder or depression, you know, like, so I'm grateful that God just blessed me with that inquisitive, like, okay, so what does the brain do? Like, how do I break habits? Like, I just became obsessed. How you were about email marketing, just like, I don't know where this came from, but I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm so obsessed with people. Yeah. I find them so interesting in how they me work. Too. So I'd love to know a little bit about you know, the habit setting. And I know, like I said, you have this coaching program. So yeah. just, you know, being around with your community, like what are some of like the common like excuses that people have about like, you know, why they don't want to reach their goal? You know, are they afraid to actually set goals? I love to kind of talk about that. Yeah. I think time is a huge one. I don't have enough time. And that's actually a legitimate excuse because a lot of people are moms with families and sisters and aunties, you know, like everybody has a lot on their plate. Um, but what I'm trying to teach my people is just like, <clears throat> yeah, you might not have 80 hours to dedicate to that dream, but the 15 minutes that you have on the train, you could read a book, you know, like if my goal is to read 70 books a year, if you, you know, like for an hour after work, when the kids are asleep, you actually could, you know, get on Duolingo and learn how to speak Spanish, you know what I mean? And so time is a big one money, 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 money. I don't have enough money to start my business, to start this. Da, 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 da. And it's like, yeah, but can you find a way to do the not $100,000 version of it, right? How can you do what you want to do with $100? So it's time, money. I'm not smart enough. And I'm like, child, there is YouTube, Google, Amazon. You better Pinterest. You better figure it out. <laughs> right? <laughs> so time, money, and maybe just knowledge. And I think it's really with women too, that knowledge thing. I feel like we just want more and more credentials before we leap. Even for me, I could talk about goal setting. I've read all this. And I'm like, but I don't have a degree in psychology. Like, who am I to 
you know, and it's just like, you don't have to have all that stuff. It'd be nice, but you just got to start doing, you know? I walked over to her laptop. How many tabs are I see open? One, two, 27. And let's be real. You're probably listening to this podcast with one earbud in and you're driving or doing the dishes, but secretly you're mapping out your next new course, which will definitely propel you to six figures and beyond. Unlike those eight other half-finished stinker courses that are just clogging up your hard drive on your computer, those things are going nowhere. But then you remember you haven't actually done a blog post in like two months. You should probably do that. But your traffic's like five, so that really doesn't matter that much, especially since you're now getting the red arrow of death from your Facebook business page. So clearly you now need to do a live, but you've got to clean up the house and make sure that the kids aren't around and get that done. So then maybe you'll go back to the course, but then I don't know about the blog post, but like it's really going to be that effective. And then you just get so frazzled and so overwhelmed. They just like screw it. I'm watching the Gilmore Girls again. Hashtag Team Jess forever. The problem is that you're trying to run your business from a pretty notebook that you got from Target that you've lost and the scrap pieces of paper that you now use to kind of make up for it, which have a never I need to do list that never gets done because you're so scattered. What you need is a simple system that was created for somebody like you, an uber passionate, super scattered, shiny object prone, creative entrepreneur with a passion for business, but organizations not really your strong point, created by somebody who actually gets it, the most anti-type A personality that there is, me. What you need is trailing for traffic. Trailing for traffic is literally your business in a box. See, I like that pretty notebook that we still can't find. Trailer for Traffic actually comes with boards and workflows that you can use to run your business. I'm talking about breaking down everything into the nitty gritty smallest parts so nothing slips through the cracks. Everything from what you need to do when with a mega launch to how to use Pinterest without actually having to pay for a scheduler. And of course, my favorite, how to plan out your quarter, week, and day. Because if I'm looking at everything in my week, I'm going to skip around. That's why my day board is my favorite. Now, to get your hands on all of these 22 boards and 15 workflows, which have been called life-changing by not one, but several of the 100 students that invested in this course the first three days it was open, craziness, right? Head on over to trellingfortraffic.com. That's trellingfortraffic.com. And guys, I didn't even tell you the best part. It's only 24 bucks. Isn't your sanity worth 24 bucks? Especially when I'll give you that recognition and revenue that your business deserves. So head on over to trellowingfortraffic.com right now. So there's, oh, there's so many things that I want to unpack. So a little bit about that needing to acquire knowledge. And I definitely want to know about yes. the self-help books that you like. So we're going to talk about that and some habit forming yes. stuff, but I'd love to know a little bit more about almost like that imposter syndrome Ooh. that people have, like, how do you sort of like help people or like talk with them? And I feel like everyone suffers from that. Even like coaches that teach on us, we all have those couple minutes where we're like, I should just work at McDonald's. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like I, uh, You guys have heard me sit on the podcast. There are like occasional dark days where I'm like, it'd be so much easier to get a job. But then like, I can't picture myself at the job or listening to anybody. No. What, what do you say to people when someone's just like, they're just coming at you with like, a lot of butts. Like, can you tell, I guess, really what I'm getting at here Yeah, is when say like, you've got two people, like even if it's two friends that you have or two potential clients mm-hmm. that might have excuses. Is there like a way that you can tell like what person you think is going to be successful, even though they have excuses and then what person's just going to like, it's always going to be something else. Like, can you kind of tell? Ooh, I don't know. I think I, I always place my bet on the person that has actually already started trying. You know what I mean? Because you got, if, if they're already kind of like, well, 
I do, you know, I want to write this New York Times bestseller book. I don't know how. I'm not the best writer. But for the past year, I write 300 words. You know, I'm like, okay, she already has some wherewithal. She's already doing the work. The person that I feel like uh, might be more of a challenge is the person that's just I'm like... Just everyone can reach any goal. Probably with her in her corner, we could, but <laughs> not... Yeah, just those people with the butts, just like, but this, but that, but that. And there's no effort at all or no hope or any of that. And you're just like, they're not ready. And that's okay. They just have to keep living life and they have to get fed up or tired or whatever. But I think that person that just won't even try and is so like kind of negative about it is the one I'm like, I'm gonna pray for you. <laughs> right <laughs> one, of, one of your instagrams i love was like your day was running on jesus and dunkin donuts i'm like that's it you know, my day was running that's on. it because <laughs> like, otherwise i'm like are jess and i the same person and we, we are we are <laughs> what's going on here but like for for the lady that wants to write that bestseller but like she's been trying with like her little blog and her yeah. little following. And I think that really drums back to a little bit of that like imposter syndrome. Like, mm-hmm. you know, what are some steps that either like you've taken, cause I know you've shared this openly on your podcast or that you would advise for her. If like, we're feeling that like, but I'm just this little person, like, I, but I'm just me or like, you know, I'm just good at that. Like that type of a, an attitude. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm more of a, we'll just do it. You know what I mean? Like if she's like, I want to have this New York time bestseller book but I only have 25 this, but it's like, okay, I hear it. Those are very valid concerns, but why can't you still publish a book? Like, let's figure out how to get you on Amazon and self-publishing it your own way. Um, But if it's deeper than that, I, I just always have to remind myself when my inner critic is going ham, like her only job is to make sure that I stay comfortable. And if me saying, I wanna write a book, is different from me working at McDonald's. She's going to be like, no, keep working at McDonald's. We make $7 an hour. Sure, it isn't the most glamorous life, but we're able to pay our cell phones. Sure, you know, you're living paycheck to paycheck, but at least you got something. Um, She'd much rather you stay in that kind of crappy position than you expanding yourself and saying, I want to do something bigger. And she is going to fight you tooth and nail to get you back over here. And I learned that from Tara Marr. She has this book called Playing Big, uh, and it's specifically for women. And she kind of breaks it down. Like that inner critic was put in us because during caveman times, we'd be in a cave and we needed to know, hey, it's a saber-toothed tiger who is going to eat your ass alive, stay put. But the saber-toothed tiger, the inner critic doesn't know the difference between a saber-toothed tiger and me wanting to write a book. It's that same danger, Will Robinson, right? You get those same sweaty, it feels like you're going to die. But if you could get in your mind, like, you know what, inner critic, I appreciate you. Those are valid concerns, but I got this. And to just know, like, it's never going to go away. You know what I mean? Like, she's always going to be like each level. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure when you made your first thousand dollars it was like oh my gosh yes and she was like but what if it never happens again you know and then you're just like I hear you what if it doesn't happen again but I'm gonna make it happen again then you made your five thousand she's like well, what if? you know she's just always gonna be there but you have to learn not to shut her up because that's a big part of who she's there for your good she just don't know when to shut it off and you have to tell her hey babe I got this go sit down 
Mama got it. <laughs> so that's that's how I deal with imposter syndrome. Mama's got it. <laughs> I, I like that. I like. I like that you have, and I don't even know if you'd notice this while you're talking, because you can just tell that you get in your zone, just like I do on your podcast. Yeah. Talk forever about this stuff. <laughs> where you talk about the duality of like, of dealing with your internal and yeah. your mental and yeah. just talking to that voice, not necessarily telling it to shut up or like, you know, no. tying up and locking up and throwing away the key, but also taking action. Yes. And yes. do you feel that like, and this is what I've noticed a couple with my coaching clients, since you do deal with a lot more like mindset and goal setting and all of that sort of stuff that if they go and do the thing that they say they want to do, like writing that bestseller and then it doesn't work out, do they like feel crushed? Yeah. Like, do you want to feel like they tie their self-worth? So like as someone bringing it back full circle, who really wanted to be an actor who auditioned every single day for nine years, like how did you not let it crush you? Definitely certain days where I'm sure you're like, I'm over this, but like, how did you find the tenacity to be like, I really want this. I'm going to go for it still. You know what? It it's work so out this funny time. you asked that question because I was thinking about that this morning. I think you have to be a certain level of crazy. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> like you have to be the most irrational, illogical person because it does not make sense. Who in the hell would be like, yep, keep telling me no for nine years, you know what I mean? So, or I don't want to start a, you know, you just have to be kind of like so marathon minded that those little things while you're running, it's just like, oh, you know, like, oh, that's just a roadblock. Like, yeah, I know I'm going on year five, but oh, that's just a part of the journey. I don't know. You have to kind of like be insane um, cause, and I'm grateful for that because now in business, you know how they're like, it doesn't, it takes five years before you become profitable. I had, I already got that experience. Like, well, <laughs> five, I could do five cause I did nine. So I think you have to put your blinders almost on and, and just take those bumps and bruises. It's just like, uh, like being hazed almost like, it's just a part of it. Like you just gotta chalk it up. Like unsubscribes, that means you act like they're badges of honor. That means you actually emailed your list because exactly. no one can unsubscribe from you and never hear from you. That's it. And it sucks. But it's also like you said, just like, well, maybe I'm closer. You know, I, I, um, I heard it on Being Boss, um, Kathleen Shannon, she was like, I write out, I, I'm trying to get a hundred rejections. And it was like, ew, from pitches, from jobs or whatever. And it's just like, why the hell would you do it? But then she broke it down. She was like, my goal of getting a hundred rejections means I sent out my resume a hundred times. You know what I mean? Like me saying, like being like, I don't want to book anything. I just want to go on a hundred auditions. It's so counterintuitive, but I think it gets you okay with failure. Just like, well, I got another rejection letter. Let me hang it up. You know, it's so, it feels icky, but it's just like, but I went, I went to the audition and who's to say that on the 101st, phone call or audition that they're finally like yes so I think it's that game like okay I didn't get it this time but what if the next one says it you know <laughs> yes oh I totally know I'm just like not even like yes yes <laughs> like, like sometimes when you do it the first time it's not that scary anymore like the first no. time industry, like the first time you do like a webinar like you're all nervous and then you do it yeah. like, bad you know the first time you pitch a podcast you're like all nervous yeah. and you're like you know, you set the goal or the intention, like I'm going to do five. By the time you write out email number five, you're like, it's, that's an old self. But it's, okay. Like you had talked about that whole tiger versus New York bestseller, where your brain is still trying to keep you comfortable and safe. Yep. 
Yep. It's the same thing. So I do still, I know we talked about one self-help book or self-improvement book, as I like to call them that you liked, but I'd actually like to learn a little bit more about your journaling. Like, do you have prompts that you follow now? I mean, I know when we're little kids, we usually just like, today, you know, yeah. Tommy talk to me. And he's like, <laughs> like, you know, yeah. like, I can't believe Sheila. She is such a bee. Yeah. You don't want to like, he's if your mom reads, it's like, oh, heaven forbid. No, no, no. <laughs> I would um, love a lot about how you incorporate journaling now, because that's something that I'm trying, not, I don't say trying to get into, but I've been doing a lot of introspection work, even if it's me reading a prompt yeah. and saying my thoughts out loud. So yeah. how do you utilize journaling? Um, I, I, I'm trying to develop a better nighttime routine because I'm one of those people, I don't know if you noticed, I am obsessed with YouTube drama channels. Like there are channels that are dedicated to talking about beauty guru drama, but I'll stay up all night and I don't get good sleep and I'm cranky, you know? So it was just like, okay, let me incorporate journaling because I kind of get sleepy. Like I'll light a candle. I put on like my thunderstorm noises on my Google Chrome and I just sit there. And sometimes I'll do something like, what are three, what are three things I'm grateful for that happened today? I mean that because my journaling was always kind of negative, like, well, this happened. So that was a way for me to just kind of, you know, just honor the day, what worked. Um, and then I'll just be like, what are what are some things that I could do tomorrow to love myself more? So I guess, yeah, I do give myself my own props. And then sometimes I am freestyling, but I found that at night as a part, when I put my phone away in the office and I go to bed, like it's been helping me like unwind. So I think I am asking myself some questions um, just about like how the day went and how I could be better tomorrow. So I've been really trying to work on my self-worth and loving myself. You know how people are like, just love yourself. And it's like, what does that mean? So I've been definitely- <laughs> that, that moron, this is me literally today. I'm like, yeah, but that moron didn't work out six months ago. And now we've got to deal with the doctor. Right. <laughs> because she knew she was supposed to. And then um, I was on a coaching call with someone else. And she's like, well, can you like forgive yourself? I'm like, well, she was pretty dumb. Well, she, <laughs> she could. I'm like, no, she knew better. It's like, okay, well, can you like, I'll learn to forgive her a little or yep. cut her some slack. I'm like, well, you know, I guess six months. I guess I could. I was so nice. And then, and Chess, you might also scoff at this. Then this person had the nerve to say, what if you just turned in B minus work? And I physically told my chest, I was appalled. B minus? <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? B minus. Right, right. Do you know like, a perfectionist? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, ew, is that yeah. a term? Like people do that because this is not my people, right? Well, maybe. Well, you <laughs> your health issues. You need to turn B minus work. I'm like, I would rather do nothing. <laughs> I will get an F before I'll get a B minus. <laughs> She's like, maybe you need to look at that. Oh, maybe you need to look at your. Maybe you need to. <laughs> Kate, you are such the perfectionist. <laughs> my people deserve a B minus. That's adorable. But you know what? There's some truth to that. Like, good is still good, honey. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm all about iteration and such. And you guys know from being in my programs, but I'm still like, mm. not no B minus. She could have said A minus. That's a little bit more. Yeah, that's feasible. Or even the B. B plus. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I'm minus. Like, B minus. I'm like, why don't you just get an F at that point? Is that. <laughs> Perhaps that's something Kate needs to journal on tonight before bed. That's your, how can I live a more A minus life? <laughs> how can I not be mad at myself for B minus work? For B minus work. That's it. That's like, your prompt. 
<laughs> but I love how, and we'll wrap up this because I could literally talk to Jess for absolutely ever. Right? But what were some of the self-help books? I know that you're very much into self-improvement oh, yes. that you felt meant like made some big impressions, things that were just like light bulb. Even if you heard it a thousand times, like that one makes so much sense. Like for me, it was like made to stick. I'm like, there's a trigger. Like I get bored. So I want to go to the dunk. It's not because I need the sugar. I'm just want something to do. Right. 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 Yeah. For me, I got to check that out by the way. It was definitely, definitely playing big by Tara Moore. And the rest of it is like, for women who want to stand up for this, I forget what the rest of it is. Mm-hmm. I have read it at least five times and I listen to it about once a month. One, because she broke down fear so beautifully and I'm probably going to butcher it up, but the biggest aha moment I got in that book was um, in a Jewish language, there's a word called Pashad and another word called something else, but they both mean fear. And one of them is fear that's irrational, like that, oh my God, when I go to dinner, everybody's going to hate me. Everybody's going to think I'm ugly, blah, blah, blah. The other one is the fear you get when you, you come into a space that's bigger than you. Of, it's the fear of when you're like aligning with your purpose. And it, it's just so beautiful. I'm butchering it, but she teaches you how to lean more into the fear of, of just the beautiful fear that means you're like moving along in life. And to kind of just like to recognize that that staticky fear that's just growing, you know, like just the so she just the way she breaks down the inner critic, that saber tooth tiger, all of that game changer. Like I listen to it all the time. And currently, the book I'm obsessed with is Manifest Now. It's all about <laughs> we're both secretly woo. That's why we're the same person. We're woo. It's all about manifestations. And she was the only person to make it make sense for me. People are always like, manifest your dreams come true, and they'd be like, how? How do I do it? How? <laughs> And they made it so lofty. She was the first person to bring it down a notch. And I listened to that book like three times. I listened to it just in the house. It's just plain. It's Manifest Now. Manifest Now by Adil. It's I-D-I-L. And her last name is Ahmed. A-H-M-E-D. Manifest Now and Playing Big Game Changers for the rest of my life. Nice. And would you admit that that one is a good one to listen? Like, yes, online? I would definitely listen to it better it just sinks in better I have the book because she also has affirmations that you can like read um but please get the audiobook of both of them actually they're really good audiobooks I'm saying y'all know that you can head to katedoster.com forward slash free book and you can get your free book from audible and we'll put a link to that in the show notes as well that way you guys can get your copy and I totally feel that way too I definitely want to look at that book I know for my manifestation like you said like everyone's read the secret it's kind of like it just gets in there and like I've worked on it and for some reason Amanda Francis of all people who's like the opposite of me in like almost every way for some reason when she said it like it just it just clicks it unlocks and you're just like yep and so like I'm a member of one of her courses. I'll be honest, it is way more expensive than this book. So you guys should probably get the ebook <laughs> in Amanda's course, but it's like, it paid for itself like tenfold. Yeah, yeah. As you're like, I didn't even realize that those two things were connected. And you wouldn't think that it mattered, but like you also pair it with actual action and it works. It's magic. What's the name of your book? 
the one you're uh, talking about? Oh, uh, it was, it is the money, um, money manifestation or like money maven. Okay. Okay. Francis. She opens it like once a year, guys. I'll let you know. Um, she usually does it in February, but I'll let you guys know if Amanda opens it again, because it was one of those. I was just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm sure I've heard this like a million times, but it definitely. And I'm here for it. If it clicks, it clicks. It works. So yeah. where can everyone else hang out with you besides the Sunday morning jumpstart podcast, which we have yeah. a link for you guys in the show notes where else can they hang out with you online um you can always follow me on instagram i'm at no real jewelry you can go to the blog no real and again the sunday jumpstart podcast those are my three favorite places to hang out <laughs> yay well thank you so much uh like i said we could have talked forever and i'm sure we might after we stop hitting record yes and we will see you guys next week bye Oh, can you see why I needed more dress in my life? Like on the daily, I just absolutely love her energy and her positivity, but also her realness. So I just want to go ahead and real crap recap a couple of things real quick. So the first thing first is that I really did want to applaud Jess. And I said this in an issue as well for not being afraid to talk about things that are taboo. So obviously she's African-American and as you all can tell, I am super white and nerdy, but to be able to be brave enough and say, Hey, I'm having these problems. And instead of just going to church, like I'm seeking professional help, it really did break down the wall. And so that's really what I wanted to showcase to you guys is that you don't have to be Instagram perfect all the time. Sometime actually showing your flaws, but what you're doing to help them is really the key to gain loyalty. I mean, that's why Jess won me over because she had our podcast and she was gone for a little while and said she had a seasonal affective disorder. And this is the things that she was changing and how she was going about it. And I just absolutely loved the real rawness of it, the sort of acceptance of herself, but also to realize I need to get my booty going and I need to be the change that I want to see. So we have all the links in the show notes to the different videos slash books that Jess had talked about. Maybe we can be able to find her chunky cheese spot. I'll see if I can have her send me the link and we'll put it over in the show notes as well and her dying on television, which I just thought was so cool. But the key here, guys, is just really perseverance and really don't be afraid to actually set goals, whether you don't think you have the money for it, the time for it. If it is really in you guys, you deserve to actually work towards it and you can make it happen. And I will see you guys next week with an interview with another Jess, but this time we're talking about websites. Thank you for having inbox besties in your ear holes today. Why don't we make it a regular thing? Go ahead and slap that subscribe button now. And for even more free value-soaked resources and a community of online entrepreneurs that actually get it, head on over to katedoster.com forward slash group to unlock your free membership to the Super Friends secret layer. And if you were one of my action takers listening over here on iTunes, thanks. Make sure that you leave a rating and review before you leave. I know it seems teeny tiny, but it makes a big world of difference in me being able to provide you with more dangerously practical tips and tricks for turning internet randos into subscribers with benefits. Later days.